Welcome back to the Two Opinionated Podcast, Episode 6. This episode we talk about redefining yourself, changing directions, and letting go of things that no longer serve you. Episode 6, Redefining Yourself. Hope you enjoy. Redefining yourself, what does that mean to you? Oh, you started off with a question. I was going to start off with a question, so now you got me on the hot seat. Usually you do. What does that mean to you? Uh, first, you have to define yourself to be able to redefine yourself. So that's being honest with yourself. It's um, putting yourself, putting things front and center for yourself. It's saying, this is who I am. If this is who I want to be, this is the steps I need to take. Um, and, and, you know, everybody else's views of you don't always align up yourself. So other people will have visions of who they think you are, who, who you should be, expectations of you. That usually doesn't align with how you feel. So that, that's kind of, that's kind of my, that's my answer and, and a little rant at the same time. Do you have a different answer you'd like to share? Um, nah, you pretty much hit it spot on. It's more of just like, uh, I don't know, I would say that uh, we're always kind of redefining ourselves in a sense, or we should be, if that makes any sense, you know what I mean? Like, I guess you could say change is necessary and change should be something that I guess you could say should be looked like forward to, you know what I mean? I feel a lot of people don't really do that or kind of weary of, uh, of, of new things or, or seeing things a different way, so. No doubt. Sure. So like I said, like I said, some sometimes people view you a certain way and you don't, the way you view yourself doesn't always align with that. So what are some questions, what are some ways that um, people have viewed you in the past that you don't view yourself or you don't want to be viewed that way? Um, viewed me. I, I guess, I don't know, I guess in high school, you know what I mean? It's, uh, we went to the same high school, so you already know. I didn't really mess with people at all my senior year, like really like at all. Like I just kind of just stuck to myself. I was so focused on basketball and kind of like hooping and getting out of the town that like a girl, her name, uh, Brittany, I, it, anyway, she came up to me, she was like, hey, I had a, a girl come up to me and asked like, yo, it, is he nice? Cause like, he always walks around with, like a mug on his face. Cause like, she never like actually talked to me. And Brittany was like, yeah, he's like one of the nicest people at the school. I just didn't really mess with people. So like the perspective of me or how they see me was just different. But if you actually like talk to me, they would realize like, I don't know, I'm not. A little perspective to our high school head. Well, your, your senior year, I was already gone for a little bit, but our high school had how many thousands of people? How many thousand kids? Two, two thousand, something like that. Our, no, what was it? I thought we were in the hundreds. No, <laughs> bro, this, I graduated. There was two black people that graduated in my class. That's, that was my point. There was like, like a class of like two, maybe two hundred kids graduated, like in a senior class. So, okay, so I, 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 feel, like, I feel like the senior class is generally smaller than the rest of the classes. All right, so let's let's say low thousand. Okay, right. And, and that's what I was gonna say. Of course, the kids are thinking you mad. You're walking around with a mug on, and there's two black people at the whole school. Like, you know. Yeah. Did it did it bother you that you, they viewed you that way? Um. Like once you found out, or did did you know before you found out the, nah, the kind of how you said is uh being like true to yourself, like re like redefining yourself. You have to know who you are. I've always kind of felt like not always, but. At a younger age, I guess you could say everything that I went through with uh, my mom and her problems and like it, it kind of made me solidify certain things about myself 
that I kind of like stuck to. So I kind of always knew, you know what I mean? Like since then, the kind of person I was. So when people see me a certain way, it didn't really bother me too much. It's more like, if you feel that way, then I'm sorry. Like, if you want to come talk to me, you'll see I'm not, you know? Did you choose to try to change that narrative at all or did you just let that stick? Um, I just let that stick. I wasn't really tripping. This, like I said, it's one of those things, like if you actually wanted to come talk to me, be my friend or something, like we could be cool. But at the same time, it's like, I'm my focus was to get out of there, so. So around that time, and then maybe even into your early 20s, did you realize characteristics or traits that you had that you yourself wanted to change? Not because of outside influence, but you just knew who you wanted to be. Like, did you have characteristics or traits you were like, no, nah, I need to change that about myself? Um, I'm trying well, to- high school, anytime it clicks. I mean, it could be anytime in your life. Like, has there been times where you're you're like, oh, we got we to gotta request him to bring him in? Were there any times where you, you said to yourself, this is a characteristic I have and I want to change this about myself. In my early 20s, I honestly don't think so. Like, I don't, I, like, oh, what's up, man? Hey, look at him. Try, read the, enjoying read the, the show and enjoying. Appreciate it. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well at the gas station. Right, okay. Go. So what does it mean to redefine yourself, Isaac? I mean, it really depends, like, because that's like a hard question, like, Let's, like, if you already feel like you know who you are, there's no reason to redefine. I feel like redefining is only for someone that has lost them, themselves, you know what I'm saying? You know, just trying to find what your purpose is, you know, like, not even just, like, with work or anything, just in life, you know, like, what's your purpose? Why are you doing what you do? Makes sense. Yeah. sense. But but even even you, like, like, I've known you, I've known you for a while. Like since you were little, little. Like I've known you since before you knew life existed, right? Like you were here, but you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So, like you, you were young. You went through high school. You, you're now a young adult. Like that's crazy to me. Like you're now a young adult, right? So mm-hmm. you, even even knowing yourself, I'm I'm sure there's aspects of yourself from high school that you're like I don't want to carry that through through adulthood, right? So you had to redefine yourself. Say I'm not little Isaac anymore. Like I'm a grown man. I have to do these so, things to change that. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's true. So, so what, what were, what were there any aspects in particular that you said, no, nah, I'm an adult now, or now I'm a young adult, I have to change these things yeah, about my life. I, I have a question that it was kind of going to lead to, because I could say that me and Isaac, I've known him quite a long time, for those who are paying attention, this is my little brother. Um, when I decided to stop pursuing basketball and pursue something else, you know what I'm saying? Like dive more into training, I had to redefine what my my purpose was or what my goal was i always thought it was going to be basketball i didn't have a doubt in my mind that i was going to be overseas so what was your thought process when you had to stop hooping and get into barbering and do you feel that your dedication and the amount of time that you put into basketball is the same that you put in the barbering so it's a process because Basketball is, you know, it's like my first love, mainly from you, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when it came, like, basketball is like, it was, like, natural, you know? It's like, wake up, all I want to do is play basketball, you know? Like, I want to be the best, I'm going to be the most competitive. Like, if I lost in basketball, I was crying, you know what I'm saying? Like, it hurt that bad to lose. Like, that's something I really wanted to do bad. So, like, finding something else that I, am like, was passionate about was hard. And barbering definitely at first like wasn't a passion you know 
my brother has a shop. I don't, I'm in college. I don't have any money. I need to find a way to make an income. Like I'm gonna start cutting hair and to see where it goes. I kind of already know like how the barber industry works. But I guess over time, you know, the better you get, the more you do it, you do build a passion for it. And I feel like lately I have been, it's still not on the level of basketball, but it's getting there. It, it's getting there. I feel like uh, this takes time for you to you know, like find something you do. And like, if you do what you love, you know, it'll always get there. And I feel like I've been, I've been learning to like cutting hair, especially the better I've been getting. So. Okay. Yeah, you've been getting better too. I've been, I've been seeing some of your posts looking real nice. If I had hair, I'd hook, I'd come to you. And you kind of you banked on something that's super important. A lot of people think like when you are changing certain aspects about yourself, you know what I mean, redefining yourself, that it's something that just happens overnight. It's nothing that happens overnight. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a, a, a constant questioning, or in certain aspects, there's a constant questioning, and there's just always, you know what I mean, uh, just taking things day by day. Like because with basketball, I still ask myself like. I know I can hoop still when I go play and I start playing more like everything comes back and I get frustrated and it's like man did I make the right decision of like pulling the plug too soon or should I have you know kept going most definitely what about characteristics like like not saying you're lazy but like that's just an example like oh, I'm too late I used to be lazy now I, I can't carry that in moving forward um I guess yeah I guess in high school like a big problem I had in high school was not going to class and that was because I was not a morning person. And when I have to wake up at like six something and take like multiple buses to work and my mom's already left to work at 6 a.m. So I'm just like, it is tough. Like it was tough. I'm not, I have to walk to the light rail, take the light rail, wait for the bus, take the bus and then do all this. It was a lot for me. I was lazy. And I've, I lately I've been waking up, um, you know, I've been trying to wake up, get in the shop early, stay late something i'm really not used to doing working a lot of hours so i guess i've changed uh trying to be on my just be on my uh my uh, responsibilities a little bit better than i was in high school there we go. yeah i think that's that, that's big though because we're talking about not not letting other people define us and defining ourselves redefining ourselves throughout different stages of our life but that's a big one because we we don't it, it shouldn't really matter what people think about us but if we have a reputation of being lazy or a reputation of having a low work ethic that's going to come back and hurt us in the long run so being able mm. to recognize that and say this doesn't serve me into adulthood i think that's huge a lot of people take a long time for that for sure um what do you think it is uh like what do you think prevents people from making those changes or making those steps do you think it's fear do you think it's difficulty is it discipline like this is a question for both of you, whoever wants to answer. Like redefining yourself, like yeah. like. I I think one is is you don't realize that you even have a definition. Like you're just you're just going through life. Like you don't realize that you're even in a box that you put yourself in, or if you're free, or if you're conforming to other people's thoughts of who they think you should be. Uh, for me personally, like I've always said, like I feel like people would rather have a negative, um, a negative identity than no identity. So like me growing up like being the asshole being the jerk being the hothead that's not anything i want to be now but like back then i had nothing else so you hold on to something rather than let go and then try to like that's a scary thought letting go and then like being lost like you don't know who you are yeah i'm actually about to get off after i answer this question by the way because i'm about to start driving but to answer the question i just feel like another big reason is probably this like uncomfortability like a lot of people that get stuck in their habits, they get stuck, you know, living like what they do is pretty comfortable for them. They're used to doing the same 
same stuff every day. And I just know that just because just being in Orville, all my friends, you know, they do the same stuff every day. Wake up, get on the game, smoke weed, repeat every day, you know? And this is, when it comes to trying to get, you know, get active or not even just active, but like change up the pace of whatever that's going on in their life is hard for people to get, because it's not in their comfort zone. And even for myself, you gotta, sometimes you gotta change for the better like me. I've always played a lot of video games, Madden everything. I feel like just recently, I'll say the last couple weeks, I basically just was like, you know what? Quitting every any league or anything I was doing with the game, and I haven't touched the game in like two weeks, and I feel like it's been helping me focus more on barbering and getting in the shop more. Redefining yourself and uh, realizing like, and taking the responsibility of uh, what you have to take out of your life to keep progressing in life. So, uh, smart decision. <laughs> yes, sir. We appreciate you, brother. Thanks for popping in. All right. I think that's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go off on that for a second because, like, the video game thing. Like, you know, like we we've played video games, right? I look back on those times and like, yeah, good times. But how many hours of my life? How many days of my life? Weeks of my life did I just just throw away? Like, I think there's a, a time and a place. But when you get in that comfort zone of like 40 hours a week you playing a video game well, i don't do that now but when i was younger like you have to really look at those hours and be like damn i could have done something to progress my life you know for sure so for sure. so so when you were younger when you were in high school when you were in your early 20s could you envision the person you are now is this somebody you wanted to to grow into characteristic wise and as a man yeah um i've always been pretty pretty sure of uh, of myself I like I said the only thing that I was uh, like the hardest hit was the whole basketball thing but like the person that I am my drive things that I place kind of like on a higher pedestal of than like other stuff you know what I mean like with my priorities I feel like they've always been pr pretty good you know what I mean like I said from a younger age with everything that I would do with my mom even Isaac stated that he was like all my friends back home got stuck smoking weed or doing this, doing that. I seen Orville as like one of the biggest traps ever. Like as soon as I seen like my mom and all the shit that she went through, and I was like, I gotta get out of here. Like it scared the shit out of me. I was like, I gotta get out of here. Like my my the only way out of here is basketball. Like that's that's it. In basketball, like I did, I really thought it was gonna take it someplace. But its main purpose for me, honestly, was to get me out of Orville. Like that was that's how I thought about it, especially like from middle school on was like, I just need this to get me out of here. No doubt. So, so when you were creating like the person that you want to be, like was there an actual mindful moment when you were like, these are the things I don't want to be, these are the things I do want to be? Was it more picking traits from other people that you were around that you wanted? Or was it more picking traits you don't want? Or was it a combination? It was, it was kind of a combination. Cause like, I remember like, I had like a pretty deep moment with, uh, with Brandon and we were sitting there and it was after like seeing my mom and stuff like that and not understanding why she was making the choices she was making and like he's like he's like look man everything's gonna be okay like you know what I mean like you just you gotta keep going you're strong you're this you're like you could do this like you, you'll be alright so like that helped me kind of focus and like stay on the path that I was that like I had that conversation and then I do tend to look at other people's decisions or their moves a lot so like Tyree was one of the best like hoopers in Orville like facts you know what I mean but 
the stuff that he did off of the basketball court was more or less prevented him from getting to where he, you know what I mean, could have got. Like he was in China, he was over there, he was hooping in issues with his, I guess, you know what I mean, like personal issues. Personal issues. He had to come back. He couldn't go. Like they, like it, it messed up his whole. And he had opportunity after opportunity. So like I would read other people's and see like the moves they made and kind of stay away from it. So like I don't know. I've always kind of picked from other people's decisions in life to kind of keep me on the path that I've stuck to. Yeah, I, th- I feel like that's necessary. Like not repeating people around you's mistakes. Like like seeing what they do. Like it's wild to me seeing people who are in environments where they see the mistakes people are making and then they follow them and you know where that leads. And I understand certain times, certain situations, you have to kind of do what you have to do. But like for me, seeing my brother making mistakes at a young age and being like, it's easy to say, I don't want to follow that. You know, like, I don't want to do that. Like I see where that leads, okay, don't do that. Like I was just a watcher though. Like I watched people around me. And it's, it's wild too, because I remember being like, like little homie, right? To, to the older dudes. And then I was the older dude. Like I never remember being homie. Like I don't remember being homie with anybody. I was either little or big. So it was like learning from the older ones. And then when I became the older one, I feel like I still spent a good amount of time taking people down the wrong path until I figured out myself. Like that was that redefining myself. Who do I want to be? Taking years, cutting people off. Like, you know, like like just cutting everybody off. Like just staying to myself, finding, like I was studying everything from different religions, trying to figure out like what, what do I believe? Trying to figure out different different customs, different things, people from different countries, different like just trying to figure out like who am I, what do I want to be, and how do I move forward better because what I'm doing now isn't working. Did you ever have any moments like that for you where it was like I just need a minute? Um. Yeah, I guess you could say. Uh, I guess you could say in in college when I was dealing with a lot of stuff with like, uh, I guess you could say a lot of racism in Utah, you know what I mean? I, I had to I had to stop like for a minute and kind of separate myself kind of from like my teammates, from everybody. Like, and I know that's probably kind of what definitely like hurt the relationship like with me and some teammates and my coaches is cause like it, the year before I was more open, you know what I mean? And then like everything that were, was going on, you know what I mean? That they were throwing my way, I, I, I shut down. I separated. I just kept my head in books and I just read. So like we'd be on trips and going places. I'm not really like mingling with my teammates. I'm just like reading a book and I'm just like focusing on what I need to focus on. Because I was like, it. I don't know. It was just a situation that just wasn't. Uh, I don't know. It was just a messed up situation. But it made me kind of like pull back and kind of think to myself like what direction I have to take about this but it's better than like I felt like that was a better decision than actually doing what I wanted to which was like blow up on everybody so so have you ever have you ever been in a position like think about redefining yourself have you ever been in a position where you hit like a hard reset on your life like everything up to this point like you learn what you learn you know who know who you know what you know but a hard reset where you just wanted like a fresh start or start over. Was that going to, to college? Was that going to LA? Have you ever done that and been mindful of that? Um, I honestly feel like I'm coming close to that point right now. Like we've talked about it, like where I want to move. And shoot, I tell my girl all the time. I'm like, I just, even like the songs I write, like it, some songs that just naturally come, like it just comes out. Like I just want to escape. Like I just want to get away, like a hard reset of like, 
I don't know, something new. Like if I could, I'd move all the way across like the United States or something, you know what I mean? Or shit, go out of the country for like half a year to a year. But like with COVID and everything that's going on, you know what I mean? It's, that's a little bit tough. And my, you know what I mean? Family, I guess you could say. Do you take moving to LA as a reset at all? Sorry to cut you off. Um, LA was still on my path because my path was basketball. So like, I don't know, like staying within the person that I feel I am and the drive that I have, I feel like LA was a necessary stop. Okay. What benefits can you see to, to when you do make your fresh start? What are, what are the benefits that you're hoping for or that you see happening for you in your life? Um, I guess you could say grasping more happiness and more love out of life. Cause like, uh, like I said, redefining yourself is like, you're, you're constantly growing, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta put in the perspective like that your priorities and like uh, LA just, the energy out here is just different. Like it has a different kind of energy. And like the people out here just honestly, they're just not really my people. I know it's like a big melting pot, but it's like, I'm hoping to gain some sense of I guess you could say balance and kind of like motivation back. Cause like out here, it's just like a different kind of environment. It doesn't make you really feel like you can find that foundation or that grounding, unless you're fucking rich off your ass or something, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, it was a very conscious decision to move 700 miles away. That that fresh restart, I talked about it in a, in a different episode of just the no expectations from people. I don't bump into people besides people that I've created who I am now, and that's the only person people know. So there's no wild expectation, there's no crazy expectation, there's no high school expectation. You know what I mean? Like there's there's no younger, early 20s expectation of me. Like that that was the biggest thing in the world to me, moving away. Like you don't know anybody, like I came with my girl, but we don't know anybody. So everything's fresh, everything's brand new, you get to start over. And I feel like everybody should do that. Like, like that's something like I'd even tell my kids one day, like move away. Even if, it, if everything's great here, like you need an adult life. Like don't carry over that little kid shit. Most people can't recognize, like that's not you. Like I say all the time, like if we haven't talked since high school, stop telling people you know me, you don't know me. Like we don't know each other. And yeah. I give you the benefit of the, da- the, the doubt too. Like if we're friends as kids, cool, we were friends as kids. We're not friends now. Like not just, I don't hate you, but we're not friends now. If we're kids or enemies, we're not enemies now. Like you grew up, hopefully I grew up, hopefully, but you need that adult life. Cause there's plenty of people where like you make bad decisions in high school, you make bad decisions early twenties. And it's like that, that scars how people see you. You know what I mean? Like your reputation. Yeah. Not that it should matter, but it does. It's true. Like, I don't know. Like I said, like what prevents people, like it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to do what you did though. Like it's, it's not that easy just to uproot and just move as far as you did away from like your family. And like, I guess that's kind of like what I'm struggling with right now as well like, what is what is the struggle for you because it's moving across the united states would mean my grandparents are old and it's kind of like you know what i'm saying like moving that far away from my family i wouldn't see my family as much and i hold like i don't know me and my family are super close so like that's probably something that's preventing me from pushing that super re i don't know restart button hard reset button I feel like whether I was, um, cause I'm like 12 hours away from my family right now. 
So I feel like if I was 12 hours away or I was a two-day flight or like not two-day flight, you know what I mean, like other side of the world, I feel like I'd see my family the same amount. Like I don't think that would change anything. Like like that's a, it's a commitment doing 12 hours. It's a commitment. You're in LA, you're what, 10 hours, nine hours away? Yeah. Like that's my, a commitment. My family, I'm like seven. You drive fast, but that's a commitment, yeah. right? Like yeah. that's that's a whole day's drive. Like you're committing, whether it's seven hours or 12 hours, yeah, it takes longer, but it's a, it's a whole day's drive. Yeah. So it'd be a flight, it'd be different. <clears throat> like that that was the biggest thing for me. I'm not as close with my family though, as you are with yours. Like, yeah. do you think you wouldn't get home as much? You think like, if, let's uh-huh. say you were in New York, you think you wouldn't come home for the holidays? I guess you could say it's the, the difficulty of getting home. Does that make any sense? You know what I mean? Like if something crazy were to happen or something and I needed some support, like I'm way out there. Like how many of my family members, you know what I mean, could actually get to me pretty quick if I needed some help or if, you know what I mean? Or if they needed some help, like God forbid something happened, like at least I'm some hours away to drive to like give my support or help like Isaac, you know what I mean? Something happens to Isaac, he's five and a half hours away. I can, shit, I'll smash. I'll get there in four and a half hours, you know what I'm saying? Or something like if he needed help or if he needed me. So like, I guess that's kind of what's preventing me from going all the way across to the other side. How did your relationships change with people when you moved when you moved to LA from Oregon? Like like the people in your family. So that's what we're talking about. How did that change? Because we're still talking about redefining yourself. You're still talking about, but that's taking leaps, that's taking changes, that's taking uncomfortable paths, which is you moving to LA, just kind of trying to bring it back. That is you moving to LA and you redefining yourself and going through what you need to go through for growth. Yeah. However, these are still aspects of it that we need to need to address. So how did those relationships change with you and your family moving away? Um, I guess you could say, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's, 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 it didn't change as much, you know what I mean? Cause we still communicate a whole, a whole lot. Like I still talk to my grandparents once, twice a week. I still talk to my mom once, twice a week. Uh, little brothers, I don't really, I don't know. I hit them up once every other week or try like once, like once a week or something like that. You know what I mean? Like we still, we still talk. So I guess I can say in my, like my personal experience, moving over here didn't change too much, but for my other brother, our, that's that's a different story, I guess. So for yeah. most family, it's, it, it didn't put too much of a strain for, for, for Aaron, it's completely different. Yeah, there's pros and cons to it, definitely. I, I know when I was living in town with all my family, like we never kicked it. Like nobody kicked it. Like we didn't come together. We down the street. Like we don't see each other. We don't hang out. We don't spend time. Moving away now, it's like when we are around each other, that's quality time. Like people actually make an effort to see you. You know, like make an effort to be around one another. Those those who care do. You know. So it's good eye openers for me. Like I love. I hate I hate when people expose themselves, but I love seeing these people expose themselves. That makes sense. Like I love seeing people for who they are. So coming to town. Letting people know, like, yo, I'm in town for a week, or I'm in town for five days, or whatever it is, and they don't hit you back. It's like, okay, cool. Like, now you see it. You know what I'm talking about? Like, for sure. Like you, like so, you see people for who they are, and family is the same. And then moving away, seeing the family who, who makes the effort to visit. You know what I mean? See the family who makes the effort to reach out, and who doesn't. Like, I just love seeing that shit. Yeah. Like, that's part of redefining myself too. Is is not messing with the people who are pretty much telling me like, look, like there's no reason for you to mess with me. Cool, you know? 
sure. But that's been a switch in my mind too of redefining everything. It's been I just want to see things for for what they are. I don't I don't want I don't want to be shown like a sugar coating shit. Like I just want to see the truth. And like a lot of people, I feel like truth hurts all that. You show me the truth. Like every every, every single time, show me the truth. And I'll deal with it. That's real. A lot of people can't handle the truth, especially with shit, what's going on in the world right now. There's a lot of truths and a lot of stuff that's just being tossed to the side that people don't really want to accept. So that's facts. Yeah, I want to see the knife in your hand. I don't. I don't want to just get stabbed in the back. You know what I mean? Like show me the knife. All right. So uh, did you ever have? Did you have anything you had to unlearn to to move forward to redefine yourself to be successful? Are there are there things that you thought were truth or fact that you had to to unlearn? to be successful? Unlearn. That's a hard question. That is a hard question. I feel like I'd have to think about that. Something that I had to unlearn. Yeah, I, right now, if I'm being honest, I have, I have, nothing's coming to mind. What about you? Uh, It's just the pride. It's just the anger. It's just the, like, this is the way you handle situations. You know, It, it never, it never did me any good. You know, like, Ever. Like there's never a time that it did me good. I remember I remember being in anger management talking about it. I remember driving to anger management and getting in a car wreck and getting super mad about that, but I was driving like an idiot, you know? So it's like my anger and frustration was just shooting myself in the foot my entire life. So it was like as an adult, do I want to be this? No. And and you know, it, what's funny too, and I, f- I feel like this may be like a a sign. Like I remember all like when I'd be around women younger, when I was younger. Be around women like you try to act like the cool guy, you try to act like the hothead, you try to act like the tough guy, right? Because you want to, you know, I'm manly. Like, around my wife, I try to be the most, sens- not sensitive, but most passive person. Like, I don't want her to see that side of it. Like, I don't want to have that side, you know? Yeah, yeah for so sure. It, it's, it's just a different shift. Like, it's crazy to me. Whereas, like, other situations, I'd be like, ready to fight somebody if they said something or whatever. Now it's like, I hold that in because I don't want to, I want her to think higher of me than that. You know what I mean? For sure. But that's... Like you said, that's uh, that's defining yourself and learning like who you are and what works for you and what doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just like looking in the mirror and having like, look, I this just doesn't help me get to any place. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna have to like unlearn and let this go. With me, I guess, in with anger, you know what I mean? I learned how to I learned how to use anger, especially when it came to basketball. Like anger helped. Like anger has always helped me when it came came to basketball. Like most people get mad. And they they don't use the right or they don't think or their their minds not thinking it's kind of the opposite when i get mad like my brain starts clicking different and then i f- would focus you know what i mean i used it the right way so that kind of helped me take anger out of different places and just put it into i guess basketball if that makes any sense anger is amazing i love anger you just have to like you said you have to use it correctly yeah. i always say like it, like anger is an emotion. Like there's no such thing as a bad emotion. Like it's how you feel. The only bad thing is how you express that emotion. Like if you're if you're happy and you drive on the freeway 200 miles an hour because like you're just going on a joyride because you're happy. That's a negative way to express a positive emotion, right? Same as anger. Like if you're angry and you go fighting somebody, there's a negative way to express that. If you're angry and use that anger to change your situation, to use that anger to to motivate you to do something positive, it's a powerful tool. For sure. So. um when, when do you think repurposing i feel like defining yourself is definitely repurposing certain emotions you know what i mean yeah. good way to put it yeah look at you yeah repurposing like like it's like a recycler's mentality exactly. of, of evolution yeah 
I like that. When, when do you think people become who they truly are? Like, I've, I've had, let me rant for a second. I've had this conversation before. Like, when you're, when you're, like, if you see a 15-year-old do something, you'd be like, ah, he might not know better, right? He's a kid. But then, like, 17, you're still a kid. You're almost an adult. 18 is not really an adult. Like, that's some bullshit. Like, you don't know shit at 18. Like, nobody does. You don't know shit at 21, 22. For effect. For effect. Like, so, so then, like... Not everybody, but the life of the mission. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody knows shit. Like, if you know shit at 18, like, you you don't know some other shit because you spent some time not learning some other shit if you know some shit at 18. That yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. So then, at 21, like, are you an adult? Like, I guess you're accountable for your actions. But, like, when do you actually become the person you are? Because that's not 25, like, they say brain development, and, like, that's when you're matured. But then, like, it takes life experience. But some people have a lot of life experience at 16. Like, I've met some grown men at 16. I've met some little boys at 55. You know what I mean? It's like, like That's why I feel like it's it depends on the person. You know what I mean? Like, it, like to redefine yourself is to really, like look yourself in the mirror and like accept the flaws you have and you're not just accept the flaws you have but like see the like see your actual flaws see your flaws see the person like that you actually are like analyze like why you do some shit and be real with yourself like why do i actually do this why do i take this route why do i say this why do i you know what i'm saying and really be true with yourself and like from there, that's when you're like, okay, this doesn't work for me. This doesn't work for me. But a lot of people can't really look themselves in the mirror and be like, look, I'm an asshole. Or like, fuck, I, I'm a cheater. You know what I mean? Like I've cheated on every girl. Like I, I, the reason why I don't have positive relationships because I'm a user. You know what I mean? I use people. Like how many people can really look in the mirror and be like, I'm a user. You know what I mean? I use people. I, I don't think there's too many people that really would just look themselves in the face and admit that you know what I mean so a lot of people stay stuck where they are because they're they're not they're not willing to admit the flaws that they actually have and work towards that growth so like the people that are younger I guess you could say the 16 year old that you met that's a man he may have went through some shit that made him like really look at himself like look I, I, I gotta accept that this is this or change this and this you know what I mean like cause this is the reality of the situation and then you have people that are older that really just they're, they're, they're afraid to admit that this is them or that they have issues or they have a problem. Yeah, I think I think you bring up a, I do, too, but bring up a line a lot. Like, where's the line? Right. So, like, it's it's not healthy to beat yourself up all the time. Like, man, I'm an asshole. Like, I'm a piece of shit human being. Like, that's not healthy. But it is healthy to recognize those things, be honest with yourself, and then change it. Like, if, if every day you're saying I'm an asshole because blank, but you never change it, like, that's on you. Like, like you have to recognize it and then change it. But I feel like our society is so sensitive. It's like, no, no, no. Like, pats on the back. You're fine. Everything's fine. Like, I hate, I, like, I have an HR person who, who uh, I don't know if it's our same HR, but she would send out an email. Every email signature says, like, you're doing great. You're trying your best. And you're a winner or some some shit like that. Like yeah. you don't know who you're sending that to. Like what if I just was lazy as shit today? Like I know what my best is. I didn't even try. Like don't send me that email. You sending me that email means like you should never fire me. Like I could fuck up as much as possible. Look at that email HR sent me. Like I'm doing my best. Like leave me alone. It's not true. Everybody's not doing their best. So it's it's recognizing some people are trying harder than others. But then you yourself like being real with yourself, saying these are my deficits. This is what I want to change. Like I did that for years. Like I feel like 
I know you say differently, but I feel like high school, early 20s, like I was a piece of shit. Like, I feel like that. So that was me. I, I get what you're saying, but like, I guess you could say like uh, uh, a problem, not a problem that I always have. I, I always thought it was a good thing about like myself. I can, I'm really good at reading people. And like, even though you had some tendencies to do, I guess the stupid shit that you did, I never saw you as a bad person. Like I, I never did. Like when someone needed your help, and if you like, they like you were close with them, you were always there. Like you were always there to offer your help or to help guide somebody in the right direction. You know what I mean? Like most people can look at a friend failing. You know what I mean? And because they can't admit shit themselves, you know what I mean? They just let that friend just fuck up. You know what I mean? You were the kind of person that's like, if someone's fucking up around you, you can be like, look, man, I, I fucked up and I've done this like this. And I don't want you to go through it. Like, don't do that. Like, you were the kind of person that if you were cool with someone, that would help guide people. Yeah, if I was cool with them, and I appreciate that, but if I was cool with them. Outside yeah. of that, though, like, I was a piece of shit. Like, that's just, it's, it's a fact. I was. Yeah. So, so it was looking in the mirror and saying, like, I've always just, like, I'll hold that down, right? But I, I have to look in the mirror. And that, that was part of those years I took. Look in the mirror. Who am I? Who do I want to be? That was also part of not having positive male influences, no positive male role models pushing me in a direction. But it was also like, who do I want to be? These are the things that I'm fucked up at. These are the things that need to change. I want to be a better person. So I went through years of that. And you know what's funny? I thought people hated me before. People really hate you when you love yourself. Like I love the shit out of myself. Like I love me some me. Like I, I can't, I, I can be in a room by myself for years. Like I love me, but yeah. people hate that. Like when, when you know who you are, when you like I created myself like why wouldn't I love myself like I broke down shit you know what I mean like that unlearning shit like I broke down everything I could about myself and relearned and retaught myself who I want to be so now that I love myself like people think you're crazy like you can post some shit like hey I'm a piece of shit and then people are like nah Donovan you're great I love you you'll, you'll get a bunch of attention people do that on social media all the time like put yourself down reaching for people will raise you up or, or, or the girl push don't post on social media like that. Like, while well, I'm not like, I don't know. I don't. I don't need the validation. But but the complexes are crazy because like. But but I'm saying if you post, I'm Donovan and I'm a piece of shit. You're gonna get mad people hitting you up. Maybe text, phone calls. Hey, what's going on? Are you okay? If you post, I'm Donovan and I'm great. People will be like, you can see the dick. You asshole. There's other people that aren't great and you're like. I like people are nuts like that. Like, I want to try that now. People don't want you to 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 love you. They'll love you. People want to love you. People want to show that love. But if you love yourself, there's an issue. And I feel like we got to kill that shit because there's no success without love for yourself. Yeah, I hear that. I don't know. People that have that kind of hate in their heart, that's that's what's crazy to me about this world. Because like, if I seen someone post and it's like, I, I love myself. I'm like, shit, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you love yourself. Shit, I love myself too. Like. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's wild. Like to, I don't know, right on someone's parade like that. It's kind of crazy. But I, I remember, especially like everybody does it, but especially like the, the women that'll post a picture of themselves and like, oh my God, I'm so ugly today. You don't think you're ugly or you're not posting the picture saying that. Like you just want dudes to tell you you look good. You know what I mean? Like, like to me, that's saying like, I actually don't have confidence in myself and I need you to tell me that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's facts. Like it's wild. So, so back to real quick, back to the, the high school thing of how I was saying, like, 
like if we haven't talked since high school, if we haven't talked in five, ten years, like we don't know each other, right? Like there's a clean slate there. Unless you're a crazy racist asshole, I'm holding that against you to death until like, you know, I, I know for a fact that's changed. But you know, for the most part. And I think what, what drives that home is like, I've met people from high school. I, I worked with this, I worked with this woman and uh, she was like, oh, my boyfriend knows you. And I was like, oh, who's your boyfriend? She said his name. I was like, no, I don't know him. And then she was like, yeah, look. And she showed me a picture and I was like, I started laughing and I didn't mean to, but it was genuine. Like, I was like, you're really with this dude. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, nobody should be with this dude, right? Yeah. So my perception of him, like, he was just, he, there was nothing wrong with him. He was just a goofy ass. Like. Like, I wouldn't think he would have ever seen a woman, you know, like ever. So I was I was shocked that she was with him. And then it really hit me like, I don't know this dude. Like, I knew him as a kid, you yeah, know? That's facts. Like, that's wild. Like, he, he could be the best human being in the world. And good for you for being with him. And now they're married and they have a kid. And, and they, they're happy. Cool. But those realizations is like, for real. Because I'm sure people are like, oh, fuck no. Cause from high, Like, we were 15 and you hate me still. Like, that's yeah. wild. Yeah, that's Not that I care, but that's just that's wild. That is wild. That's why, shit, I don't know. I I give, I guess, second chances, but I kind of had something like that happen as well. You know what I mean? With somebody that was dating my cousin, I was like, really, why did you choose him? Like, he was he was a goofball when we were like kids. Like, wait, why? And then he actually came around the family and started talking. I was like, oh, he grew up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, he's not the same person that we like, used to run around and like goof off when we were young, so. Yeah, All right, so so changing paths, I'm gonna change it up a little bit. It's still about redefining yourself. Changing paths. You mentioned you were on a path for basketball. Um, that path changed. I mean, you still are involved with basketball, but that that path to play basketball professionally as your career, that path changed, right? Was it was there an acceptance you had to find in that? Have you fully accepted that? No. Like I like listen, I told you it's it's something you work with every day dude when i touch a basketball and i actually start playing again like i kind of suck now like at least in my eyes i suck compared to everybody else like you still play i'm like yeah i'm still a shell of what i used to be but like if i were to go into a gym right now like with the injuries that i have or pain that i have and really get back into my drills my game would come back it would change a little bit because i play smarter now like i play with my head i'm quick but i can't jump like i used to and my shot would come back so like I feel like I can still do it. Like if I wanted to, I know I can do it. Cause I like, I know the person that I am and I know the drive and commitment that I put into things. But it's just one of those things where it's like, am I gonna sacrifice struggling, trying to get to a certain point? You know what I mean? Instead of building something now and finding something, like finding more happiness. That's what I, that's what I told you. Like my goal is to is to find happiness. Basketball became kind of like a stressor in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Like it used to be like a big stress reliever, but all the politics and everything that goes into basketball, it, it put a, a strain on that relationship, but I still love it. But like, I, I like I said, I question all the time, like did I make the right decision or apply like this, you know what I mean? Or should I, should I have kept going or do the things that I'm doing now? But it's one of those things where like, I don't know. I'm. I, I know myself, and I know what I want. And I know that I like. I want to be happy. And I know at some point I want a family. So like, these are the steps that I'm taking now to put myself in that position. So like, redefining yourself is sacrificing certain things. So there's things you have to sacrifice. So have I fully accepted it? Fuck no. Like, but I do know for a fact that like, 
what I want and happiness is still over that. So. So so let's say, not to be a dick, but let's say you never make it there, right? Like you never make it as a career of a basketball player, right? Okay. Would you would you regret taking that path that you took since high school? Would you regret going on that entire path if you knew what the like like if you could go back to the beginning and, and I knew, knew it to this? Correct, but you know it's not going to lead to the professional. Would you change things? If I can go back, I would change absolutely nothing with basketball, but I would pick up a motherfucking guitar way sooner. Like way, it's not even the question way, I asked you way, at all. Way, way not even the question. It's not the question, but still. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I, w- I wouldn't change anything. I, I wouldn't. Like, basketball has put me in the position to meet a lot of really cool people. You know what I mean? It put me in the position to do a lot of like different things. Like, I don't know how many people can say that they uh they hooped against Paul George or Reggie Jackson or hooped against Jordan Clarkson or Julius Randle and pick up runs and played in the Drew League. You know what I mean? Like, I put myself in the position to like build some pretty cool memories. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have. I wouldn't change anything. You know what I mean? Like life's supposed to happen the way that life's supposed to happen like if that makes any sense no it does i was just i was thinking of a, of a follow-up question did you did you learn stuff throughout throughout this whole journey did you learn stuff on this path the basketball path that you can use later on or that you, or that you implement in other aspects of your life like like things that that you picked up that you value on this path that you can take to another path Sports teach that to everybody. That's why I feel like everybody should, I don't know, play a sport, if that makes any sense. Like, sports, <laughs> this cat, <laughs> no boundaries. Um, <laughs> You've set a precedent. The, y- y'all don't know, but Donovan and this cat have a history. This, I called this dude, and this cat is moaning his name, and it just don't stop. He has to lock him in the bathroom. Sometimes I think they're locked in the bathroom together. Is, doesn't want to fix your cat, so when it goes in the heat, it just meows at me and stares at Why me. Why you? Alone. Why do you have male cat pheromone? Like, what is it about you? I don't think it's male cat pheromone. I think it's just that there's really a difference between men and women. Like, that's a real thing. Oh, I know. I'm just, but the cat. In that case, I feel like other animals are more perceptive into instincts and everything else that it naturally just comes off for the cat. This is not for me, for the cat. This shit twisted. Don't even make a joke. Leave, for, it, for, leave it alone. Back to the topic. Man, I got some though. I know you do. Leave it alone. I got a lot. Just one. For those watching, they just saw you talking and then cat ass just go strolling by with a nice little, you want this meow. Just, was, just, no, I didn't hear meow. Did you guys hear meow? Maybe, maybe it was in my head. I've heard it before so much that I know what it was. Yeah, this. That damn cat. Um, Do you, so okay, so the path you're on now, you're you're still on a basketball path. You're not on the professional basketball path, but you're you're on a different path. You're building the business. You're doing your fitness stuff. Do you expect that path to change, or is this the path that you expect to stick with? Um, you had a different question before, so I'm gonna answer that. But then I'm gonna answer the question you did before. I said I feel everybody should play sports because sports teaches teaches people how to take leadership how to how to communicate with others how to work as a team how to build as a team and how to help lift and better each other so i feel like 
you know what I mean? Like sports is something that everybody should play. And with the pandemic and everything shutting down and people not communicating and us being more divided than we've ever been, people aren't learning that skill. So I feel like people are more lost now than ever. Going back to what you just asked me. Um, About the cat? No. God, see, now my train of thought's gone. Ask the question again. Do you expect the path you're on right now to change? So you're on, um, you're, you're still playing basketball, but you, you're you're doing fitness. Um, you're doing fitness. Basketball, personal training, doing music. Um, I feel like the path is going to stay consistent because everything is about growth. You know what I mean? Like you have your passions. Like music is something that's becoming more of a passion. Basketball is a passion. You know what I'm saying? So like I have my passions and the way that I like make money outside of my passions is kind of like wherever it leads me is where it leads me. You know what I mean? As long as I could still hold on to my passions and still do my passions, you know what I mean? And make time for those. Like I know at some point I'm gonna dive into real estate. You know what I'm saying? Like I know at some point I'm, I'm try to own something else or venture off into something else. But I feel like I'll always have my passions of doing basketball and like playing the guitar, writing songs. So like I said, like my whole goal is just finding happiness and, and just loving life more. So on that path, it's just like, as long as I'm doing my passions and these things are things I love, you know what I mean? Like whatever else comes is what comes. Like if somebody came to me today and was like, uh, I have a business venture that is going to make this much, this much, this much money, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not in fitness. Maybe it's in computers or something like that. As long as I can still keep doing my passions and make my music and stuff like that, would I dive into computers? Fuck yeah. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, life is a journey. Like, life is a journey. Redefining yourself and finding growth, that is something I feel like shouldn't stop. Like, like I said, fear... Or I asked the question, like, what do you think prevents people? And I think it's, like, fear. Like, my fear of moving super far away is, like, my family, right? Like, I'm, I can admit that. Like, it's my family. Am I fear? Am I afraid that if I move someplace, like, I'm not going to be disciplined? Hell no. I'm disciplined as shit. Am I, am I afraid that, like, I'm not going to be able to make money? You throw me anywhere on the planet, I can make money. Like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not concerned about that. Like, I care about my family, and I have my passions, and I care about my friends, my closest friends of my family so yeah yeah my whole job is freedom i just want freedom i don't care about the money i don't care about yeah. much anything else like if i could if i could just survive on making music like whatever price point that is wherever i live at if that's 30 40 50 000, if it's 30 000, i live somewhere super cheap for 50 000, and you know like i'm like i'm satisfied with that i just want freedom i don't want to be told what to do i don't want to do anything that i don't want to do you know what I mean? Like we all got shit we got to do that you don't want to do. I want to limit that shit. So we we all have paths in life. What do you think it takes for people to find that freedom and for people to have more control over the paths that they take? Um, understanding. I feel like it's understand, like looking themselves in the mirror and understanding the flaws that they have and making goals and steps to actually change that. I feel like everybody's goal, you know what I mean, is to, or not everybody's goal, I guess. I don't know. I feel like maybe there's some people that don't, don't care about being, I don't, don't care about being a good person. You know what I'm saying? Like, you said you were an asshole. 
maybe some people really do just love and enjoy being an asshole. So redefining themselves, like if they don't want to redefine that, then that's just who they are. If that makes any sense. It does, but I think sometimes, and sometimes you get so jaded to like, for me, even now I want to be an asshole sometimes. Cause it's like, it's like we talk about driving. Like sometimes like, like here there's a merge lane. Everybody knows that going south, like it's this far left lane. So the, and going north, hardly anybody's going north at, at this time of day. But people, so, so south is packed, like mile two back, it's packed. Mad people go to the right lane though. And they go all the way. They pass up all these people waiting in line. They, they pretend like they're going to go north. And then last second, they cut in. So it's like, in that situation, you either have to be an asshole. Like you say, well, fuck it. If this is the rules, this is how people are playing. I'm going to go to the right lane and do it too. Or you accept that you're just going to be passive and sit there and take it. And let everybody else be an asshole to you. So I feel like sometimes people get get screwed over. Something. Like in music, I've had so many people like try to screw me over or financially have screwed me over or things that have happened where you're trusting the wrong people. And eventually, like, if I wanted to, I could be like, I know the game well enough. I could I could, I could, could build a platform and fuck so many artists. Like, here, I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you. I'll help you out. I'll give you this promotion, whatever. But all I'm doing is, is taking advantage of their dreams. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like after a while, people join that other side because they've been screwed so many times. You know what I mean? I, well, I don't follow road rules, so I'm kind of right there with you. I, Every time we're on the phone, I know. I... If if I if I can get over and get around, like I hate waiting in traffic. And if you live in LA, it's kinda like you either have to be the aggressor or take it. So I'm gonna be the aggressor every single time. I I don't know, I can. Like yeah. So I okay. get definitely certain aspects in life that you kinda have to take a asshole or a aggressive approach to just keep keep going. Okay, so we're constantly redefining ourselves, we're constantly moving forward, we're constantly looking at growth. So last question I have for you, um, is there a path that you're currently on that you refuse to leave? Like in a certain aspect of your life that you're on, like whether that's um, in a personal thing, it's a financial thing, it's a business, it's um, your music, it's, it's basketball. Is there a certain path that you're on that you refuse? Like you're never gonna leave that path. You could be 80 years old, you're never stopping. Um, kind of like this statement that I said, I wish I would have picked up a guitar sooner. I feel like until I can't play anymore, I feel like I always want to have one in my hands. That makes any sense, you know? Like, it's definitely become something that's like a pretty big passion that uh, I, I hope I don't stop doing. And with basketball, you know what I mean? Like, I love basketball, but my body's gonna break down at some point. Like, it's already breaking down. So like, I know I can't do that forever. And and I know I'm not gonna want to teach, teach that forever. Like, will I teach my kid? 100%. But like, go out there and I don't know, teach groups and tons of kids. Like, if I were to not do that, then I guess that's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Some passions do kind of like run out. So, yeah. So, if, uh, yeah, I, I, I hope I don't put the guitar down. That's probably like one of my biggest things, just because I feel like, do you remember the, the, that video I sent you? Which one? With the with the, the poet, yeah, yeah. So like, kind of what he stated, how like we gave away music to like, I guess you say white people. I guess you could say like the industry, I guess devils, like whatever you want to. You know what I mean? Like black people, like that was ours. Like we started rock and roll. 
we started folk music. We started damn near every genre of music that people listen to today. Like that's us, you know what I mean? Yet that only helps a, a, a small fraction of black people actually get out of the positions that they are. And I feel like keeping a guitar in my hand, maybe I can, you know what I mean? Write some stuff and open some eyes and help people like start to realize like, hey, we need to come together more. We need to take back what is this and we need to use this to go forward. So like- Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of money in music. There's a lot of truth in music. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom in music. That, that's fine. That's why I said, as long as I could do my passions, like, like I said, if no one really listens to the music that I make, that's fine. But it's not gonna stop me from making it just because the words that I'm saying are the words that I, that resonate with me that I wanna hear, you know what I mean? So. Hell, I've been doing this 18 years, Donovan. Ain't nobody listening to my shit. I do though. I, I don't listen to me. Hey, you heard that new? Did I make it? If I didn't make it, I didn't hear that new. That's the only, only thing I'm, I'm, I'm doing is me. Like, like for real, for real. And I'm gonna do that shit. Like that, that's my answer. Like that's the path I'm not leaving. I'm gonna be 70, 80 years old. Didn't like, like hold my dentures and grab the mic and hit it up real quick. <laughs> I do it gumming it. It doesn't matter to me. I'm I'm looking forward to my son being like four, five, six years old and writing bars for him and have him talking about like like some space shit. Like some like he doesn't know any of the words he's saying, but he's gonna have the flow and the cadence. We're gonna record it. Woo! I'm a Michael Jackson that boy. Yeah, hey, do it. We'll have a good relationship though, but I'm a Michael Jackson him. He said we'll have a good relationship. But I'm a mom. But Jackson, yeah, I feel like that's that's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Teaching them uh I don't know. When it's if it's positive and if it's healthy, then like I feel like you gotta push it. So No doubt. Con constant evolution, Donovan. That's facts. Really? And we're gonna do a track soon. Uh yeah, at some point. At some point, very soon. All right, I'm gonna let you and your girl go. Uh, you and your cat. Cheers. If the bathroom's free, I will let you be. So we'll, we'll see y'all next week. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Two Opinionated, Episode 6 Redefining Yourself. Make sure to subscribe or follow so you don't miss Episode 7 Stages and Paths. Much love to my brother Cryptic for the background instrumental. We'll be back same time next week.